Anarchism is not bombs, disorder, or chaos. It is not robbery or murder. It is not a war of each against all. Anarchism is the very opposite of all that. Find out for yourself. Tune into Subversion 1312. Live, Tuesdays 9 to 10 p.m. on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM or streaming 4ZZZ.org.au. Podcasts and related content available at subversion1312.org and channel0network.com. Conclusion? We stand for anarchy, anti-capitalism, anti-racism, anti-authoritarianism, internationalism, autonomy, direct democracy, ecology, self-organization, solidarity, anti-fascism, anti-neoliberalism, anti-nationalism, atheism, equality, and freedom. virus is spreading. I'm under lockdown. They got a quarantine on the whole town. No face masks left from coast to coast. Running out of things folks want the most. As everyone stays home and waits to find out what might be their fate. The biggest flows of refugees across the Mediterranean Sea. On the move evermore from Honduras to El Salvador. Reactionaries on the rise. Mussolini reprise. It's 2020. The decade's just begun. With any luck, we just might make it to 2021. Reining over, rioting mobs, tired of the lack of decent jobs. Without lives, people want to live. Something, it seems, had to give. Fascists looking for someone to blame. From India to Brazil, it's the same. It's 2020. The decade's just begun. With any luck, we just might make it to 2021. Bush all burning, towns destroyed, then the flooding, filling the void, left by the loss of the plants and soil, but they keep digging for coal, drilling for oil, as if the end times weren't right here, just go shopping, do not fear, it's 2020, the decade's just begun, with any luck we just might make it to 2021. They're miniaturizing nukes again, red button subs and orange men. Resistance grows on many lines, from rebellions to election signs. Yellow vests, austerity, billionaires and Bernie. It's 2020, the decade's just begun. With any luck, we just might make it to 2021. virus is spreading. I'm under lockdown. They got a quarantine on the whole town. That was David Rovix and uh, a brand new song, if you didn't work that out, called Coronavirus Catastrophe Fascist Empire 2020 Blues Massacre. Wow, that's a long name. Coronavirus Climate Catastrophe 
Fascist Empire 2020 Blues Massacre, and that was starting off tonight. Subversion 1312. My name's Linda. I'm here with Colin. And hey, Linda, how you doing? I'm pretty. I'm uh, standing up. I haven't got coronavirus yet that I know. I no, haven't either, darling. So we're working. We're working on keeping that the way it is. Uh, yes, and yeah, cool. uh, Annie Dog is is here too. You are, aren't you, Claude? And uh, he doesn't have coronavirus. Either. He doesn't either. He's fantastic. Not, not that we know of. Not anyway. that we know of at all. So that was a brand new song from David Rovix, and I believe he is playing in Brisbane soon. Coming up on tonight's show, got an interview with Izzy Brown, who is, I say always, Izzy Brown from Combat Wombat, but she's done so much more. She did the United Struggle Project and she's done the Freedom Flotilla to West Papua and also the Freedom Flotilla to Manus Island last year and also the Lizards Revenge in 2012 which then became the Lizards Return in 2016 maybe I think it was and uh, is again happening this year down there at the gates of hell in Roxby Downs, South Australia, where the Olympic Dam uranium mine is digging poisonous uranium and other minerals out of the earth and sucking 30,000 litres of water from the... 30,000 megalitres of water from the Great Artesian Basin. First of all, though, on tonight's show, I'm going to play a song by Combat Wombat, and this is called Always Was. Out of the communities. 
was Combat Wombo and that is relevant to this interview that I've got with Izzy Brown from Combat Wombat and many other things from she's at this time she's from the Lizard Returns the anti-nuclear protestable protest festival happening down in Roxby Downs South Australia in July and it is on Aboriginal land and the uh, call out has come from Arabana elder Kevin Buzzacott who has been a long time defender of the land and also against colonisation and this country, so-called Australia. There's one story of him stealing the coat of arms, reclaiming the kangaroo and emu from the coat of arms. I am talking with Izzy Brown from The Lizard Returns. This will be the third time the lizard is returning to Luxby Downs, Olympic Dam and Arabana Country and Cook as a Country. So yeah, this is this is the volume three um, of the lizard. Well, uh, BHP's been very sly. They're um, pushing through for an expansion. Um, they've been doing it in a very uncouth manner with the help of the South Australian government. They're um, expanding um, the water usage and potentially the pipeline um, into Arabana country and around Lake Eyre. Uh, they're upping their uh, daily rate to 50 million litres of water um, per day from the Artesian Basin. You know, and this is just crazy in a, in a time where, you know, water is a shortage and uh, something that we should be 
preserving. Um, the South Australian government has given them the green light um, to expand on their water use, um, expand on their underground mine, and also um, build new tailings dams, um, tailings dams that don't reach the um, requirements of the new kind of global standard that DHB has signed on to since those last disasters in Brazil. So they're up to no good once again and Uncle Kevin has put out the call for um, people to come out um, and meet on his country up in Arabana country at Aubrey Creek Station. From there um, we'll be doing daily actions, um, going down to, to Roxby and um, yeah, to the Gates of Hell, Olympic Dam. And, you know, we're inviting people to form affinity groups and bring their, I guess, their their creative um, inter- interpretation, you know, and their form of creative resistance to the table. Um, so if you're a singer, you're a writer, you're a dancer, you're a performer, you're, um, you know, you're an activist, you know, this is a call out for you to, to, to get creative and show your resistance to the nuclear industry and the water theft that BHP is doing. When the first Lizard's Revenge happened in 2012, BHB Billiton were seeking to expand the underground mine into the largest uranium mine in the world. The expansion was shelved in August that year, the company citing rising costs and weaker commodity prices. At the time, the company said it would look at a cheaper open pit expansion. Izzy explains the current plans for the site. The open cut plan got ditched, but they're expanding um, the, the underground mining by a lot. And by doing that, they needing new tailings dams. Um, you know, they're clearing like huge amounts of land to build the accommodation for new workers. Um, yeah, they've, they've potentially the, the dams that they're building. Um, you know, have uh, right near where the hole is um, for the mine. And if that dam wall breaks, which they've been known to in the past, it'll flood the actual mine and potentially, you know, put a lot of their workers in danger. So, um, yeah, it's not an open cut, but it is, you know, equally irresponsible and dangerous um, the way they're going about it. They're expanding the ball fields, um, expanding the pipeline, um, Uncle Kevin, um, you know, has, has seen, you know, witnessed and we all have witnessed the effect that um, the water usage has already done to their sacred sites, the Mound Springs. Um, the water's been drying up. Uh, Mari now no longer has water and they're having to truck that in for their town. And, you know, while all this is happening, um, yeah, the, the government's given BHP the green light to uh, extract more water. So... Yeah, this is a disaster for an already dry place on an already dry country. And, um, and yeah, and it's damaging sacred sites and, like, hurting the people and the land out there. And, you know, Uncle Kev has, has put the call out that it's time. It's time to go back out and, and try and stop this, stop the, stop the water theft. He's going to be delivering them a very large bill for the water they've taken already and, you know, letting them know that... Um, they just can't continue like this and the whole idea of expanding um, you know, is horrific. Multinational companies are dividing up communities with brainwashing and bribery. Stories you won't read in the library because white Australia's got a black history that never ceded sovereignty. Never ceded sovereignty. Mm-hmm.
listens to no one Selling off our forest for nine cents a ton Mining, poisonous rock Dooming us all to toxic shock Shock Uncle Kevin's charging them with genocide To pay the rent for all those that died in his cultural lands that have been destroyed Been destroyed Sometimes it makes me wonder why But I ain't gonna sit back and cry I'm gonna go out there and show you care Cause we can make a difference everywhere When the hammer comes down Plead no jurisdiction to the white laws Full of restrictions and frictions Izzy, I've seen there's some sort of disagreement within the Arabana native title group. Yeah, well, unfortunately, that's the way, you know, the Australian government works, divide and conquer, um, you know, dangling the carrot. And, you know, Uncle Kev and other people are still standing really staunch, you know, the, the land comes first and, you know, selling out to mining companies. Unfortunately, you know, that's that's been a tactic that um, the government has used Native Title to do, you know, and, and influence people. And Native Title has been used as a tool, um, you know, for the government and mining companies to actually access land, um, the, you know, the lands of Indigenous people. So, yeah, that, that issue rages on. And unfortunately, it does divide communities and divide families. That's a dirty game. And mining companies and the government you know, know what they're doing. It's a calculated attack. It's a, like a divide and conquer. You know, they look for people in the community that are vulnerable and will accept, you know, it, it's practic- It's bribes, really, is what it is. It's bribing people, you know, out of their, out of their land, out of their, out of their country. And, you know, if people are in that headspace, in that position, you know, it's, it's, it's just another, I guess, another element of colonisation. Arabana country is where the water for the mine is drawn from. The mine itself is on Kokatha land. A lot of the elders, they have passed away. Um, you know, I, I can't speak for them, but I know that, um, you know, Ani Sue, uh, down at Sajuna, and a lot of that mob have, have been really staunch. They've always stood up to protect their country and have always been, been strong about that. Um, but yeah, dealing with mining corporations, it's... Yeah, they've got a lot of money and a lot of power. And so, yeah, the fight continues. So, Izzy, when is the lizard returns? Okay, so the lizard's return is on the 3rd to the 6th of July. On the way, uh, people convoying from other states and passing through Adelaide, there'll be a um, action at the Uranium International Uranium Conference in Adelaide on the way up. And then we'll continue up to Roxby and then out to Arabana country. So, um, yeah, there'll be stuff happening along the way as well. But, yeah, the main dates are the 3rd of July to the 6th of July. But Uncle Kevin also invites everyone to hang out um, uh, for the month after. There's also a burnout, another event happening um, on the 23rd of July. So, yeah, there's a whole month of you know, kind of radical mischief and activities happening out in the desert this year. So, yeah, feel free to stick around. You need to BYO everything, you know, bring your water, bring your food, bring all your camping gear. It, the desert can be very cold at night time, so make sure you've got your warm stuff um, as well as, you know, hats and other things for dealing with the sun. 
during the day and yeah bring your form of creative resistance and don't forget your fancy frocks and zombie outfits and all that stuff uh we like to have a frocks on the front line fashion show and there might even be a bit of a, a, a zombie flash mob happening as well so yeah um bring all the practical stuff and a bit of something extra as well that was my interview with Izzy Brown, who's organising the Lizards Return, which is out near Lake Hare, which is now called Kati Thunder, which is the native uh, which came about after the native title agreement was reached. The Olympic Dam uranium mine is still out there and digging into the lizard, which is one of the dreamtime stories of the Arabana people. I'm going to play a new song now, and it's by a tribe called Red. It's called Land Back, featuring Boogie the Beat and Chippewa Travelers, and this is released because of the struggles of the Wet'suwet'en people in Canada, which uh, has parallels to the struggle of the Arabana people, of Uncle Kevin, the people all over Australia and the world, really, Indigenous people.
That was the fantastic Tom Smith from Whoopi Doo Crew. And that was also part of the Whoopi Doo Crew album, which was launched on Correct, Friday night. Correct, Linda. And wasn't it a great night? It, it was fantastic, Gria. It Gia. was, a, it was a, a, a lot of fun. And do you know who was singing there? Do you know who was singing that? Yeah. Was, as, as well as Tom, like... I think that I think that was Warren's one that Warren does. Yeah, and yeah. I think Elise was singing. Elise was singing in that one too. Yes, on there, there was a trio well. singing together there. That's correct, Linda. Yeah. So yeah. the Whoopi Doo Crew is a, a group of people who are marginalised or, or disadvantaged or have a disability. And Tom gets them together and writes songs and. Uh, they sing songs and they recorded an album and Colin is featured on the album too. You've got a song. I certainly have. The Consummate Lady, yeah. no less. And, uh, yeah, there's. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a naughty song, your song. It is in places, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A bit, a, bit, a bit, bit sort of anarchy coming out there, you know, a bit of anarchy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And a bit of mischief. Uh, mischief as, as well, that's as right. Well. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, as well as going to the Whoopi Doo <coughs> Crew launch on Friday night, Colin and I went on Saturday to a rally yes. protest support events for the men who are locked up in the central Kangaroo Point Central Hotel. Yes. And uh, they're locked inside, but they could see 
us outside, there were people there with banners and, and they were encouraging people to toot their horns, beep their horns. And Which plenty of them did, and that was a great feeling, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it was good to see all the support and and also to be able to, I mean, I guess it was sad to, to look up and see the uh, refugees inside and... There's one particular refugee, refugee Kazim, yes. Kazimi, who was on the phone <coughs> and speaking to Mark Gillespie from the Refugee Action Collective, and I caught some of that. I'm going to play it right now. And then, after seven years, they medivac us. It means the offshore has broken our health. Personally, I came here as a mental condition, and nowadays my pill has increased. Uh, I couldn't stop to using pill because I'm in the same situation, or sometimes it's worse. Because we've been in offshores, but we had uh, a bit more freedom there. We could we could go to, uh, from swimming to the oceans, but now we are stuck. Even a second, we can walk around. My last interview was 2017, and they have two. They told me you get positive in 2018, and now it's three or two years that I'm waiting for freedom. Even we can't go to balcony and take a brief. It's really like a cage for us. Worse than a cage, even nobody can treat uh, their pets like us. Even you can take your dog for pee or just for around and see what happens in outside of the room or house. They treat us worse than dogs or pets. For each us has two security sometimes or um, um, for or maybe two of us has just one security, many of security, two companies are working in here. One of them Serco and another one name is MMS. I just, I don't know how to say thank to you guys. Yes, um, I would like to say we are appreciate to you coming and uh, seeing us because um, we have been uh, in dark side for years and years and now it's really hopeful that we have so many people talented they playing music they took the sign and they show the words there is a people and they are suffering from uh, the unlimited detention indefinite detention and um, i'm so happy to have you guys each of you guys i would like to say thanks and if, if there is freedom for me i would make it party um, 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 and I invite you guys to uh, I say thank you guys thank you guys really really appreciate it appreciate it good job well done well done yes that was the voice of Kazim <coughs> who is incarcerated in the Kangaroo Point Central Hotel, Hotel which is 721 Main Street and it's it's really shocking actually that that is happening right here in Brisbane, I guess maybe it shouldn't be shocking, but it is, and, and conditions inside the hotel, I've seen pictures of bed bug, uh, alleged bed bugs inside the hotel as well. So, yeah, 
and the the hotel part of the hotel is still open for business for tourists and I imagine a lot of people would be shocked to find out that that is happening there the only way that they're able to go outside is to go to Pinkenbar to the lovely Brisbane Immigration Transit accommodation and for people to visit them people can visit them but correct they have to go through the rigmarole that you have to go to have to go through to go to Blighter. I'm going to play a song now by <laughs> MIA it's called Borders we've got bad cop no donut coming up Yo. soon Freedom item meet him where you read him this one needs a brand new weed and Weed and the key Weed and the key them to life Let's beat them Weed them smartphones don't beat them
What's up, y'all? This is Mitch from the Red Strings and Maroons podcast. Each episode, we dig into the little-known histories of armed revolt and community defense against oppression in the so-called United States. We focus on helping curate an ongoing discussions surrounding firearms and the skills needed for defense from an anti-fascist and anti-authoritarian perspective. To listen to each episode, check us out on redstringsandmaroons.com, subscribe on iTunes, or check us out on the Channel Zero Network. Underneath the ground at the Olympic Dam mine, there is an old sleepy lizard. BHP is mining right into that lizard named Kalta, and it's not so sleepy anymore. The old frog's lizard. I really know. The mining company. Gotta go. The lizard returns, protestable, 2020. Uncle Kev is putting out the call. This is an invitation to all people and protectors of the land and waters to get involved in the creation of Autonomous Zone as we move for peace and justice. BYO, your own creative response to the nuclear industry and BHP's water theft. Keep an eye on the Lizard Revenge page on Facebook or check out our website for history and info and updates on the lizardbitesback.net. The Lizard Returns Protestable, the 3rd to the 6th of July, Arabana Country. See you there. Right, uh, it's bad cop, no donut time, where we report on police brutality and misdemeanors and may require Other a such trigger things. warning. Okay, New Delhi, hundreds of Jamia Mila Islamia University students and residents of nearby areas were stopped by police on February the 9th for taking out a march to Parliament against the Citizenship Amendment Act, CAA, and a possible National Register of Citizens, leading to a standoff during which scuffles broke out between protesters and security personnel. The students alleged that the police action was a pre-planned conspiracy to stop their march by attacking them. Students have claimed that police kicked them on their private parts, tore their hijabs, questioned their their patriotism and abused them when they tried to march to Parliament against CAA and NRC. And there's also been huge protests as well in India because of the visit of Donald Trump. (laughs) There's some research that uh, probably didn't need to happen, and although this although uh, this may be not be obvious to some, so in 2014 research came out from Berkeley that showed that police are often the agitators of violence. The the deciding force 
project okay. who uh, has been studying clashes between law uh, enforcement and protesters in 192 American cities uh, during the Occupy demonstrations in 2011 says that attacks by police against protesters in Ferguson, Missouri, Missouri are part of a disturbing trend of law enforcement playing the role of agitator. Everything starts to turn bad when you see a police officer come out of an SUV and he's carrying an AR-15, says Nick Adams, a sociologist and a fellow at Berkeley's Institute for Data Science, who has been heading, who headed the research. It just upsets the crowd. Now, I looked into this further, and unfortunately, the question that the study was not questioning the role of police or questioning the unjust laws that police have to in force but it was sort of just trying to make police policing friendlier so uh yeah i didn't go into that any further i noticed on saturday night i was in west end and there were police there were two police on the corner of o'connell street and russell street and yeah just their presence like they were just at the corner they were just sort of standing there and you know like they're, they're really militarized these days the police like mm-hmm. got like bulletproof vests and and they're all black and stuff yeah and just their presence was like uh yeah i think made people not relaxed okay queensland police 84 officers accused of domestic violence in the past five years exclusive police services say family violence is unacceptable but refuses to say why no officers have been sacked In a statement to Guardian Australia, the police service acknowledged that no domestic and family violence is acceptable, but it argued that the proportion of police respondents to domestic violence protection orders and those who breach orders were considerably lower than the general population. Oh, yeah. While the QPS takes a strong stance in the the fight against domestic and family violence, we recognise that our people are part of the community and some are respondents in domestic violence matters, police said in the statement. Now, next one. The effect, yeah, this is the same one. The effectiveness of the Queensland police discipline system, where police routinely investigate police, has been a long standing concern of civil liberties groups and others. Under that system, it is notoriously difficult to sack a police officer. And mm. there's other organisations that have no fault stand down policies, such as the NRL and lifetime bans for domestic offenders. And here's some good news. Uh, In Perth, three police cars were torched outside a Fremantle police station. A man was seen walking away with a tin right in front of four CCTV cameras. So the vehicles were doused in accelerant and satellite were parked uh, outside a police station. And so two secure police vans and one sedan were uh burn baby burn burn baby burn so and also police computers uniforms police radios and medical kits inside the car were also destroyed well done whoever did that so that's yeah that's one sort of praxis that uh, that that you could do which could be seen as a wider campaign against the police and the culture of the police force absolutely and 
now I've got a bad cop, no donut report from Izzy. Oh, so yesterday in Melbourne at the Sydney Road Festival, uh, the cops decided to target a um, peaceful uh, reggae party on a side street. Um, it was actually a council-approved event. And for some reason, just before Monkey Mark was about to take to the stage and bless us with some deep bass, um, they shut down the party and arrested one guy for apparently drinking a beer, which was kind of ironic seeing it was a festival that had thousands of people um, all drinking in bars and all over the street. So, um, yeah, that all kind of you know, got, got a bit wild and they chucked people around and people on the ground and pulled out the pepper spray and... Um, yeah, they were definitely not on very good behaviour, um, that is for sure. So definitely bad cop, no donut for the Victorian police yesterday at Sydney Road Festival. I walked outside one day and a man was standing there. He had a great big beard and lots and lots of hair. He said, won't you come down to the shore and join my jolly crew? We'll wander around the world beneath the skies of blue. We'll sail upon the seven seas, travel near and far. Take from the rich and give to the poor and say har, 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 har. We'll go out on the ocean and when the coast is clear, we'll eat birthday cake. Of the year, we'll land on a little island, then we'll form a choir, blow on whistles and kazoos, and dance around a fire. We'll sail upon the seven seas, travel near and far, take from the rich and give to the poor, and say har, 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 har. Shout with pride, we are scary, hairy pirates, so you better run and hide. We'll stamp our feet upon the floor, and our pig legs too. We'll take your stolen treasure, cause that's what pirates do. We'll sail among the seven seas, travel near and far. Take from the rich and give to the poor, and say har, 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 har. We'll sail upon the seven seas, travel near and far. Scurvy dog. Take from the rich and give to the poor, and say har, 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 har. Hey, matey. Hey, r r r. We had a treat there of hearing another David Rovix song because... That was so cool, Linda. David Rovix is playing in Brisbane on the 14th of March, which is a Saturday at the Albion Peace Centre, which is 102 McDonald Road, Windsor. So it's yes. 7 for 7.30pm, start, 25 or $20 concession, and... Also, there's going to be local friends performing. Who knows who that could be? Whose friends are they? Who knows? Friends of the Peace Centre. So it's called Strangers and Friends. friends. Mm. David Rovix. They're happening this week. And also on, on Friday, once again... The Whoopie Doo crew will be doing Bombs Not Songs, I mean Songs Not Bombs, 
at the Lizard, uh, sorry, at People's Park in West End. Correct. And uh, that's where Food Not Bombs is as well. That's a bit of a treat. So it's good down there. Oh, it was great. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's great just out there and, uh, yeah, not inside a venue, no regulations or whatever. Come without shoes, do whatever you want. Within reason, anarchism, mm. of course, means absolute freedom, but also absolute responsibility. And Correct. Colin. Yo. What's happening tomorrow? What are you doing tomorrow? Okay, tomorrow morning we've got the fantastic canteen that we run, uh, which is for the uh, the homeless, the helpless and the, the underprivileged. And uh, that's the People's Park folks. Come along between 9 and 12. Check us out. whoop de doo crew will be there giving you some fantastic songs to sing along with. And uh, we serve coffee and uh, biscuits and uh, sort of things like that. So come along and join us. We'd love to see you. And I have a quick comment about coronavirus. Well, this comment, uh, so this comment is actually, uh, yeah, we don't have time to play the last poet, but the revolution, when the revolution comes by, by the last poets, features a line which says, speak not of revolution till you're willing to eat rats to survive. And although the coronavirus, not really a revolution, but we might have to eat rats to survive. Especially okay. if everyone is just buying toilet paper instead of actually buying How, food. how pathetically stupid is that whole thing, though? <sighs> what, are they, what are they going to do, Linda, after the coronavirus has gone away? Are they going to go down the markets and sell it all to everybody else? Well, back in my day... <coughs> yeah. We just used toilet newspaper. No. Yeah. That's my parents. Yeah, that's Back right. Back in their day, they just used I remember my, my parents too. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they were poor. So, yes. Anyway, here's a comment from Dad's Army. So, don't panic and... and uh, wash your hands or what? I think yeah. it's one of it. I think, yeah. uh, I, I, I think that might be an easy way around it, Linda. Yeah. And it's not that bad. We'll be back next week. Check out Subversion 1312 online. Subversion1312.org Facebook.com forward slash sub anarchy show. On Twitter, anarchy underscore show. And on the 4ZZZ website, 4ZZZ.org.au.
that violence can be even even applied to the natural environment because we rely upon the natural environment for our survival. But inanimate objects, especially those that are man-made and are used to destroy life, I don't think you can be violent too. I think it's a lot of times more violent to allow them to exist. process which is known and very visible but perhaps not acknowledged as much as it should be it is that one where a new idea or an old one in new form is accepted by a minority while the majority are shouting treason rubbish kook communist capitalist or whatever is the term of abuse valued in that society and they develop this idea at first probably in secrecy or in semi-secrecy and then more and more visibly, with more and more support, until, guess what? what? This seditious, impossible, wrong-headed idea becomes what is known what? as received opinion and is loved and valued what? by the majority. Conclusion? democracy, the ignorant and meddlesome outsiders, the general population have to be kept from interfering. They can be spectators, but not participants. No matter how much legal action you put behind this, people are going to do what they want to do. Spectators, but not participants.
it's time to talk about censorship. Send this song to 20 people. But isn't it stealing? At your name, don't break the cycle. From people to people. Pass it along. People like MP3s. Pass it along. How about trying this future on for size? Well, it's one for the money. Spectators, but not participants. Well, it's one for the money. Spectators, but not participants. You can't legislate people's behavior. I'm Bruce the Goodness of the Final Straw Radio in so-called Asheville, North Carolina, in the southeast of Turtle Island, on land stolen from the Cherokee people. Independent media is a passion of mine. It's a way of bringing people together to tell and record their stories, to share the info and analysis that matters to us most, and that the capitalist press won't publish. It brings people into the streets, it sparks our conversations, it inspires us. That's why projects like 4ZZZ matter. Thanks. I ain't got no home, I'm just a-roaming round Just a wandering worker, I go from town to town And the police make it hard wherever I may go And I ain't got no home in this world anymore Coffee with Comrades is a weekly leftist podcast discussing current events, theory, and action through a radical lens. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, the Google Play Store, or wherever you go to get your auditory propaganda. While you're there, smashing that subscribe button, leave us a review. You can follow us on Twitter, at CoffeeWComrades, visit our website, www.CoffeeWithComrades.com, and sign up to become a monthly sustainer on Patreon. Coffee with Comrades is a proud member of the Channel Zero Network. Until next time, stay wild out there.